Good morning and welcome to the Market Wrap for APW for the 24th of September 2021. Stuart Williamson here at the helm. So this week we're going to be talking about two, two basic things. UK interest rates, which way they're going, and inflation. It's back. Is that bad? So, firstly, UK interest rates. 5% mortgage rates, is that what can we, we can expect over the next two to three years? Are interest rates heading up? Bloomberg did a fantastic report this week on on that. I just want to take some some points from it. Basically, post stamp duty uh, holiday, many people thought the UK property market would fall, but in fact, according to the National Nationwide Building Society, after a slight drop in July, the cost of an average house was back up, rising by 2.1% in August. So, in the second time, there's been a monthly gain of more than 2,000 of more than 2% 2 since 2004. Uh, Increased competition as mortgage lenders has given Britain's market a powerful second wind post the holiday, according to Bloomberg. Reducing borrowing costs to the record low levels is cheap to lend, and the public are saying, let's move house. But does it make sense fiscally? I mean, you may have read that in, uh, inflation rates are at 4% in the UK, they're at 5% in the US, 2.2% in the EU. So does that make sense? You know, especially with unemployment peaking after furlough, um, all the stimulants are, are ending. No, it doesn't. So what is making this fairly nonsensical thing occur? The, ma the major thing is the shift in bank activity. When the stamp duty was going on, uh, banks didn't have to compete too hard for business because everyone was buying. Now that it's ended, it's clear that they've got more cash to play with. You know, they haven't spent very much and they've got to do something to try and compete. In addition, they found that they thought that a lot of the UK consumers would spend their hard, harder savings, um, but they've done it more slowly than anticipated. And also banks have not suffered the credit losses that was anticipated at the start of the, the um, pandemic. The modeling showed that big credit losses would occur and it hasn't occurred. They were provisioned for, so now they've got heaps of money. Put into context, the UK savings ratio has ballooned throughout COVID. It's at 20% at the moment, up from 5% in 2017. So banks are keen to lend, even though all the dynamics are suggesting they shouldn't. Is this the first time this has happened? No. A year ago, the Bank of England cut rates to 0.1%. And what did the banks do? They started pulling all their products. They pulled their best products, the higher, the higher lending ones, the higher loan to value, the lower interest ones, because they saw the sudden drop in economic activity that regulatory wise, it was all gonna go wrong. So they pointed to large credit losses, so they withdrew the best products. So why is it different this time, as we always say? Okay, the stamp duty holiday helped us through a very bad time, uh, and banks are now moving back to lending to higher risk people. In addition, before the pandemic, the most competitive area of the market was two-year fixed-rate mortgages, which paid the bank an average a thousand to two thousand pounds for every borrower. Now, fees between two years and five years are very similar, so there's a lot more competition in those areas, and so banks are really, are really competing with each other and driving rates down. I think there's five products now on a five-year fix in the UK at below one percent. Now, that's the UK; it's not international, so don't get all excited. It's just that is the UK, but expect you know another one and a half on top, and you're probably in the right sort of spectrum, 2.6%. So 
quite a few clients said to me, well, this is what happened in GFC, isn't it? You know, some financial meltdown and then property markets dropped by 20%. Well, no, to be fair, it's completely different from what happened in GFC because what happened then was the banks backed away from lending and they drove mortgage costs up. Cost up. It's not happening this time. As for the property market now, um, finding affordable homes is very hard. There's a great article in the Financial Times about how the ranks, the rungs of the ladder are getting farther and farther apart. Going from a two bed flat to a three bed house is now a huge jump. So finding affordable homes has become very difficult. So if you can get a mortgage, it's quite often find, hard to find a home. And that's what we've discovered in the offshore world. Okay, so given the dynamics, the lack of affordable family sized houses, combined with falling borrowing costs, the UK property market, we expect to keep on motoring. Okay, why? It's a, and a great quote, this is from Boris Johnson. It's a small crowded island with ridiculous planning laws. Okay, there we go. So will interest rates go, go up? Will it be at 5% in two years time? No, if anything, if you look at our high loan to value loan, hang around, perhaps in 18 months time, we're gonna lock in a fair cheaper approach. Now inflation, very quickly on inflation, you know, it's back, as I said, 4% in the UK, 5% in the US, 2.2% in the EU. That's frightening. Does it mean interest rates are going to go up? Well, allegorically, you can look back and say, you know, Bill Clinton's first presidential term, the US Federal Reserve Chair, Alan Greenspan, was a bit worried. The White House wanted to send him a guy called Alan Blinder, who's a Princeton economist. The, press, the professor's record inflation was very poor. He saw inflation more like a bad cold than cancer. He said the myth that inflationary demon, unless exorcised, will inevitably grow is exactly that, a myth. The ravages of unemployment were far worse. So this is the whole concept. Do we spend our way out of the recession and have some inflation, or do we cut back on spending, have more job falls, which is worse? Unemployed people, he said, you, you unemployed in one year, would not be available the next year to boost outlook because they're not employed still. And this reminds us very much of the Andy Haldane, who's now been appointed Minister for Leveling Out, uh, comment when he was at the Bank of England that the inflation beast is on the loose. Is that so bad? So one of Alan Greenstone's confidants uh, spoke, to his, spoke to him and said, it's not like he's a communist, this Alan Blinder or anything. It's just, it's just in his early publications, he's soft on inflation. Alan Greenspan said, I'd have preferred you were as communist. Okay, so it's worth remembering that because we've gone from phase one, which is inflation will return, and now it's back. And in phase two, the question is, does it matter? Is it a head cold or is it cancer? The modern incarnation of, of Blinder, the view is involves two arguments. First is that the current spike in prices is transitionary. Supply chain bottlenecks will be overcome. Governments, even withdrawing furlough stimulus, like they are in the UK, will put, actually push workers back into work and so improve the economy. Goldman Sachs said that US core inflation went back to 2% by the end of 2022. The Bank of England has said the same. The UK will be back below 2% 2, 2 by the end of next year. The second argument is inflation might actually be welcome. The world's facing a profound structural change. The pandemic has accelerated the shift to e-commerce, ex-urban living and remote work. Okay, climate change also demands a transformation to a new energy system. These changes require workers to move from old fashioned jobs to new ones to spur that adaptation. Real wages in declining sectors 
must fall, and this is far likely to happen when inflation imposes natural pay cuts when the bosses don't want to. So basically, it's a good thing because it's going to change society. And the more, than the, bank, the more the Bank of England is willing to run the economy hot, the more people will opt to join the workforce. Research suggests that even unemployment rates hits bottom, labour forces continue to pump into the economy post that because they're just getting into the productive phase. And it's a very positive thing. Therefore, we don't need to raise inflation rates. Inflation is actually not a bad thing because it's going to help us change the economy. Okay, it's not cancer. It, it's, it's a head cold and we must bear with it. So inflation is a good thing. So there we go. That's our view at uh, APW. Just our view. You don't have to agree with it. Many thanks. Bye bye.